Hello and welcome to the Yu Yu Hakusho Netflix spoiler cast and review from Gigaboots. I'm your host, Anime Danime, and with me is Bob. Spirit Shotgun. Chris Wolfhard. Bang, bang, finger bang. And Dr. Agro. Tick, tock, tick. And that's right. We watched all of the massive four-hour, five-episode Yu Yu Hakusho live-action adaptation funded by Netflix. If you've never watched one of these before, what we do is we, uh, at the very beginning, say a couple sentences each and then make a spiritual sound letting you know how we resonated with this piece of media. Then after that, we get into various criticisms, musing, praises, and discuss the show as a whole before at the very end, we finally give you our final thoughts and review score out of 10. So, let's get started. We're going to go ahead and start with Dr. Agro. Watching Netflix's Yu Yu Hakusho in real time was a lot like watching my perception of what that show was going to be slowly approach the speed of light and become infinitely dense. Wh- uh, huh. Chris Wolfhard. Yu Yu Hakusho the Netflix is like a mediocre compilation movie for a show that's good. Huh? Bob Video Games. They sure did make the Bleach live action movie again. <sighs> Yu Yu Hakusho Netflix is a series with five episodes, each of which are titled Episode 1, Episode 2, Episode 3, Episode 4, <laughs> and Episode 5. They made a series. Mm. So let's get into it. Production-wise, would you say this fell above or below your expectations for the amount of money they spent on it? We're going to go ahead and start with Bob. It's a weird mix. Like, I'm astonished by the way some of the fights look, and then baffled by how bad some of the props are. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's this weird combination of, like, you didn't have enough money to do what you tried. Mm-hmm. But you had more money than I expected to do what you did. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times watching this, I'll be surprised by how good an outfit can be. And then, you know, the entire series, I thought it was going dis- to disappear pretty fast because they have the three items uh-huh. that Hiei Kurama had early on in Yu Yu Hakusho. And those things are just the most basic props in the world. Yeah. And they just do some weird effect over them and pretend that they're better than they are. And they're like, this is a demon <laughs> mirror. And it's like, that's a turned off tablet. <laughs> We, that's a pane of glass with no other trimming or detail. And they're like, oh, no, if you reflect the moonlight, you can make a wish in this. And I'm like, yeah, that CG effect ain't saving the fact that this is a really basic prop. Mm-hmm. It is kind of surprising that way. I thought, though, because of the amount of money they spent on those props, that they were just going to be gone. Like by the end of episode two, maybe three. Right, of course. Instead, what we get here in this, you know, reflects the rest of it is a weird amalgamation of every single thing all the way up to the begin. It actually includes a little bit of the Dark Tournament vibes and things. Oh, no, it includes a little... It's just insane. It includes stuff from the Sensui stuff for (laughs) no reason. (sighs) Like it... See, the first two episodes, I was really into this. Mm -hmm. I thought the fight between Yusuke and the ogre guy was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I thought the fight against the the classmate that's possessed and was, like 
they were trying. Mm -hmm. And then Taguro showed up and I was like, <laughs> mm. I was like, okay, there's still that, there's that arc with Hiei's sister. That's fine. Then Bui and Karasu were there and I'm like, oh, it's fucking over. <laughs> we're done. Yeah. The reason I, I compared it to the Bleach live action is that it does a lot of the same mistakes that did of trying to rush too many things. So you've made it so you can never make a good thing. You rushed ahead and you got all these characters and things from much later in the show. And now you can never make those parts of the show well. It really does have the energy of like, okay, guys, they're going to let us make a Yu Hakusho live action. It's literally never going to happen again. So just put everything in it. It could have. Like, I don't think there's any time, like there's any universe where Netflix or anybody is like, make the live action streaming show version of the dark tournament. That just isn't happening. <laughs> I feel like we could have built up to With that. the right director. I actually could see that working out, but it, here's the thing. It needs to be HBO's the dark tournament colon. You, you show. <laughs> yeah, it had like, it's, it's, it ain't happening. Like that's repellent to, I feel like that's completely repellent to Western audiences who is who you would need to target this at, to get the money you need. Mm. Like, I don't know. I feel like you could have you could have adapted it into something, but like you're not getting that fucking gesture guy, the live action version of him. You're not getting Ginkai kicking him around like a soccer ball in live action. That is, you're not getting that. Mm -hmm. I don't but know. You didn't have to like. You didn't like have to food mill it down into this pellet that is a bad versions <laughs> of the Bui and Karasu fights. Is that that dude's name? Am I even remembering that right? What, Bui? No, Bui, I know, is right. Karasu. Okay, Karasu yeah. is his name. Yeah, that's right. I was like, it's like that, isn't that Crow? But he makes you, yes. he makes you blow up. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's but he, his thing. He's he really looks, cool. He looks Crow-like, though. He's, he's based on the movie The Crow, I, I guess. <laughs> and then fucking watch it. <laughs> they could have gotten closer than just food milling Bui and Karasu down to put them in the Rescue Yukina story. Yeah, just holding off at Yukina like that would have been like I saw the roundworm and I'm like, oh, my God, are we are we doing Maze Castle? You're not actually going to do Maze Castle, right? And then we run right past it. I'm like, OK, we're, we're, we're going up to the Yukina arc. That That's going to be pretty cool. And then the squad shows up and I thought, man, who in production thought we really need to get through this so we can give the chapter black arc room to breathe. That's <laughs> right. That's much chapter black is much more conducive to a streaming show, I feel like. Oh yeah. Like this, I mean, this level yeah. of production would have handled that a lot better. Yeah, I think that they they could have just done a really good version of the the three artifacts being stolen with CA and Krama, and then have mm. like a Genkai tournament. And make that more down to earth. And that could have sold really well. Yeah. Instead, I, we got what we got. <laughs> yeah, I really do think it's a mistake to rush through the opening of Yu Yu Hakusho. The opening so interesting and actually really conducive to yeah. a streaming show. What are you doing making Yu Yu Hakusho live action? Not having that scene where Yusuke is just out there in the wild and sees some dude with devil horns is like, hey, that ain't my business. Yeah, no, that's the <laughs> best fucking scene. Like, in not having any kittens that Kuwabara is obsessed with. Right? It's very strange. Well, they had four hours. Yeah, yeah, they have four hours to condense way too many things at random, bonding them like they're in a lab and they're just trying to see what they can atomically bond to each other. Right, like, <laughs> that's so crazy. <laughs> I think if you would just 
they give the Ginkai thing a whole episode. They don't, you don't even have to adapt like the successor tournament. I think that's a little bit that much to ask, but they just give that a whole episode, do the shit with Hiei, then just do the, do the rescue Yukina arc almost as it happens in the anime where it's Yusuke and Kuwabara. They beat Taguro and then you like your post credit things is him just getting up like he's fine. He, he wasn't defeated at all. And then you set up for a season two. Right. That would have been really good, too. And they could have, like I said, actually done properly the the initial stolen artifact things and have PA get beaten up. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, have the correct weapon at all. Yeah. It, it is weird that he is just kind of like, yeah, like, okay, we're, we're it, that's now resolved. Yeah, they wanted to rush to make him seem like a good guy. And it's like, no, that's not the point. So he could fucking fight Bui, a, ca a character that... <laughs> Might as well not be. For I mean, I guess we we and Karasu are barely fucking characters to begin with. It's really important that we had Bui. Yeah, uh -huh. I always loved Bui because, like, you look at the rest of the squad and it's like, oh yeah, these are the most powerful guys in all of Demon Realm, and like, I feel like Bui's on the team. Not because he's as strong as these guys, but because he's just, he's stronger than everybody else, so they didn't have anywhere else to put him. <laughs> I don't know. Karasu also has that same energy. It's like, you're there because the rules say there has to be more than just two names on the team. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of even their storyline of like, no, they got beaten by Torgoro, and now they're, they're stuck working for him. Like, they're not, they're not fleshed out characters at all. <laughs> For all the things that this series could have been, for what it ended up being, I did really enjoy going through the early episodes, seeing like the stained glass window of Yu Yu Hakusho shattered and reassembled into a series of desktop lamps and interesting and unique <laughs> configurations. Like, wow, this is, huh, okay, so we're just building this out of pieces. This is interesting. Yeah, I wish that they could have maintained a little bit of the tone of the show, though. Like, there's almost no humor here. And after the first two episodes, we kind of kick Botan out. And it's like, but yeah, she was the best part of what you had going with this live action thing. Mm. I also really don't like how much every time they would cut to the demon world to show Koenma watching with Botan in my brain, because the set is so detached from everything and low rent, my brain would go, Rangers! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had that yes! mixed with the King Kai, like, we need to cut to you to monologue, and it doesn't actually matter. It had a real Power Rangers energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, it kind of beat, like, I feel, again, I feel like the first three episodes mostly beat the Power Rangers allegations. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Karama is just, like, Karasu attacks him. And then, like, the camera pans around to show him standing behind Karasu as a fox boy. And then the plants start popping up, like, oh, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got even worse when Taguro turned into the Resident Evil tyrant. Oh, my God, that was so bad. They, I mean, like, you're going to make something that ugly and then wuss out on the shoulders. Right? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, what was the point? Like, give him the fucking flesh jets, or what was the... Or, or, come on. <laughs> it already looks bad. Right? I, I think that... I gotta say, the Tagore fight before he transforms is the best part of the show. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, some of these fights are great. That's what they felt like they made the show to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like, this would have been really great if you had another season building up to it. <laughs> yeah, that whole time, I'm like, wow, we tried to shove every emotional payoff in the first part of this show 
into two episodes and they all died. Yep. I really do love that part where Yusuke dodges Taguro's punch and, and cross counters him and Taguro's like, I can overpower you with my neck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do love, like, I really like this live action Yusuke. I feel he feels like an angry dog in the way neither sub nor dub anime Yusuke do. Where mm. it feels like he has that teenage delinquent fury. Mm-hmm. Which I think is uh, really brought out in all the fight scenes where he 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 has this move he does constantly where it's like I'm gonna jump off a wall like rebound off it to punch you. Mm-hmm. That's like his favorite move that he does to everybody in this, and I think it fails every single time. <laughs> uh, w- what way did everyone watch it? Um, I know personally we uh, watched one episode of the dub and then went, sweet God, this is two layers of various levels of acting juxtaposed, dragging itself down <laughs> to the swamp Yeah, that... and then switch to sub, which if you watch this channel a lot, you'll know that means a lot <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when this, we do that. That was a rough dub. Uh, I, it was already a disappointment that he didn't bother to get the Funimation actress back, but then their new actress are just bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, I they grow. didn't. What did I, you watch? I turned it immediately. So I never even heard their voices. Yeah, no, I knew they wouldn't have the old cast, so I just watched it subbed. See, I was okay with them not having the old cast, but this, and I'm not even blaming the actors, maybe it's a voice direction thing, this is terrible. Oh, yeah, like, it might not be the actor's fault, but oh, man, it's not good. It is just rancid. This is the worst, I think, any of these dubs on a live-action movie adaptation of an anime has ever been from my experience. Yeah, because we've watched a lot of those dubbed, and usually it's okay. Also, uh, for anyone who's like, what did you expect? There's like, they're making a live action adaptation of Yu Yu Hakusho. There's no way they could have done more of what that series was. I'd like to point you at the Roroni Kenshin movies and the fact there are what, four? Yeah. And the first one came out way before any of the others. Yes, that came out probably 15 years ago or something it's crazy how long ago they did that so anything is possible is what i learned so if they had done like a really solid foundation an opening salvo to the notion of live action yu yu here i think we could have gotten something good but it would have taken more than four hours Hmm. no matter what you do i'm pretty sure to really nail that yeah, because the uh, important part of Yu Yu is a slower opening than what they did. Right. They even, Meanwhile, uh, we're watching the ending, right? We're watching this fucking Taguro fight, and I'm like, he's going to go Mazoku or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we were convinced he was going to, they were just going to keep pulling more and more. God, that would have ruled. I honestly, like, in terms of modern production, I think there might have been a meeting where they decided. It's a hard sell to go, okay, we're going to make a show. Season one, Ghost Detective. Season two, Hell's Enforcer. Season three, Martial Arts Tournament on Devil Island. Yeah, I, I feel like this might be one of the times where they actually looked and like, we can't, we're like the reputation of the streaming show all being the opening worked against them <laughs> and has now scared people into not giving things the opening they really need. I do wonder if the success of One Piece had happened sooner and this had happened later, if mm-hmm. that would have given them the confidence to try something mm-hmm. more ambitious. Right, because One Piece kind of gets the cheat because it has so many arcs. You can't do this with this sort of thing with Yu Yu because there aren't enough arcs to just rush through them. Yeah, how many distinct arcs are there? Like five? Something like that. I never really counted. <laughs> In Yu Yu Hakusho, I would say there is... One, two, yeah, about like seven. 
but yeah, they're, they're not gigantic. No. But yeah, because of the fact they cheated us out of the bonding exercise that you would call Maze Castle. Right. <laughs> and all these other moments, these power upgrades for our characters slowly, showing their limitations, putting them up against these things. This becomes insane by the end. Yeah, the only <laughs> two people UK fights are random demon dude at the beginning. And Taguro. And Taguro. <laughs> and then he gets owned by a Hiei in the middle. But there's he, he gets owned by Hiei in the middle and he fights like the soul-eating Oni. Yeah, so that's the first demon possessed guy. Dude, dude oh, possessed, possessed by dude. demon fly or whatever they call it. <laughs> yeah. Demon bug. Which I was like, wait, yeah, that the demon bugs are here. Are we doing Maze Castle in one episode? <laughs> who, who are they going to have? We gonna have like Suzaku fight fucking Yusuke and none of the other Saint Beasts? <laughs> Honestly, because they skipped that in the last fight, I was waiting for him to do the shoe thing that he did against Suzaku. Right? I think it'd be hilarious. We talked about while watching this, like, what if the next season is Maze Castle and it's just all of that and they go crazy with it? <laughs> I think. I think Maze Castle could work really well for any streaming show just because, one, it's a castle. You can invent any character and shove them in there. And it's a lot easier to make than something like as grand as the, as the Dark Tournament. As the Dark Tournament, yeah. Because that, that requires like either CGing or actually having large audiences. Or depressing amounts of compromise. <laughs> right, which is what we ended up with instead. Uh-huh. Yeah, if they, if they had actually, if the Dark Tournament is ever in a live action thing, it will be a ring in a warehouse and they'll show lots of cameras and people in front of screens to show that it's broadcasting to the underworld. There mm -hmm. will not be a big audience. Yeah, and that's what we did this season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, it would have helped to ha to let things breathe a little bit more, like it would have helped to not cram the dark any of the dark tournament shit and just let it end with Kuwabara and Yusuke fighting Taguro. It's so ludicrous that Genkai talked to Yusuke twice and is like, here's, here's the power orb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes you my successor. I've known you for three days. Yeah. The most brutal and earned power up in anime history. And she's like, here, here, take it and get it out of my house. It's like, what? <laughs> like you gave Kuwabara an extra powerful training moment that he didn't have in the original and just completely stole this from Yusuke. <laughs> yep. And Taguro still got screwed. He didn't get to fly swatter young Taguro. Mm. He got to chop him up. He got to punch him so hard he flew through the roof out of the building. <laughs> oh, you mean uh, Kuwabara got screwed and didn't get to do the fly Yeah, yeah that's, I'm sorry. That's oh, what I mean. Okay. Kuwagar, yeah, Kuwagar, like he, he he got to chop him up, but I would, would have liked him to eviscerate him with a big battle. Yeah, and like the Kuwabara thing is so weird because they give him that big training arc and then he just doesn't have the ability to use the sword immediately when he gets into the actual fight. Yeah, they, they spend like 30 minutes or something of Kuwabar running. Yeah, there's just a gigantic <laughs> scene of them running from some generic monster. He, he almost seamlessly runs from a giant monster and then runs from Elder Taguro. Mm -hmm. There's like, it was so <laughs> weird. It was even the same type of hallway he's running down. Oh, it's the only mm -hmm. ones he current out. <laughs> It's like, oh, we can't use the sword yet. It's just like in, in the anime where they explained that and it was a thing. Mm -hmm. Also, when his sword was blue was the first time I really felt like the show was insulting me. Yes, I also just was like, what do they feel like people just wouldn't understand it's still spirit energy even if it's a different color? <laughs> yeah, probably. Or they did it as red at one point. And they're like, that looks really like he's just holding a big torch, like a big 
butane torch. Hmm. I, I assume the production staff, when it came to filming it, lit it the same way both times. And then when you try to change that in post to be a different color, it looks wrong. So the decision was set in the filming. No. Because <laughs> no one sat there and said, yeah, we should probably light this uh, yellow. Right? Maybe we should... And then, check and, out what it's supposed to look like and then someone on set probably went oh if we light this with a yellow light the skin tones will look terrible and then i appear out of a fucking avengers portal and say guess what fucko this whole thing has terrible skin tones and the color grading <laughs> looks like shit yeah i was like i don't think they have a calendar to tell them any of this oh god <laughs> speaking of weird colors um in the first episode everybody at yusuke school has green uniforms uh-huh. yeah by the end of the series, Keiko is wearing a blue uniform. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wasn't it blue? I feel like it was still blue the first time she yelled at him. And when she went up into the roof, she was wearing green. I think it might be the color grading is so bad in this show, they miss, messed that up. Because I noticed that they're, the green on everyone else's uniform is a bit of a different shade than the green on Yusuke's uniform. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't feel like they were wearing the same color. They they were, but they adjusted it so that way it looked poppier on Yusuke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, this isn't by any means the worst looking live action no. adaptation of an anime. A lot of the costumes are, like, really good, and some of the wigs are not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I was gonna follow up with! <laughs> Yusuke looks pretty good. Kuabar look, uh, looks great. Yeah, I think that his outfit's great. Mm-hmm. The the cuts, the the material, it's beautiful. Then Karama and Hiei show up, and I'm like, wow, it's the live-action Sailor Moon show. <gasps> <gasps> yeah, I I don't know why Karama's hair looks that bad. <laughs> yeah. They even have one scene where they put it in the Karama hairstyle from the show, and it looks way better. And then he immediately goes back to just the awful look that they, they go, went with for the whole. <laughs> it's just a fucking battle opens with his enemy going, wig? <laughs> He also is is pretty rough. (laughs) Which we got to talk about this. We really do. And I know like this sounds like somebody who just cares too much about the source material, but whatever. I don't care if that's how this sounds. It really absolutely bugs the motherfucking shit out of me that they're like, yeah, he used a knife to cut the hole on his eye. Yeah, that's I'm like, that's you've robbed everything cool from me. (laughs) Yeah, they took everything away from me. It's rough. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah. He fucking sucks in this show. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> he has to be like the Vegeta. Like they they screwed us so bad. Like I don't know how you messed him up this bad. He's like the Vegeta. Vegeta was as deep as Raditz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's there to brood and look attractive. Like that. <laughs> like how do you go that big with the hair and then just not go all the way? It's cowardice. I don't know. <laughs> I, I promised myself I was not going to mention the fact that he just has a katana instead of the actual sword that he has uh-huh. because it's a Netflix show and they're like, we're not going to make a whole slate of custom prop swords for this fucker. Give him a katana out of the box. But then they did all the other shit to him. So now I'm complaining about the katana. <laughs> I mean, it, that's Does fair. They made, katana? they made him a, an axe for Bui. <laughs> Yeah. That is uh, again that that's the part of wh- why I'm confused. I'm like you didn't have to have Bui and Karasu. You could have just had it if he and Karama had to be involved in this Taguro shit at all, which I would say they shouldn't have been. 
just just have a scene of them chopping up those stupid Resident Evil dogs you made. <laughs> well, I mean, wouldn't that rob their characters of properly fulfilling their arc? We wouldn't want to do that. I mean, if you really if you really needed something, stick someone from the Dark Tournament, there was no way you were going to use. That was just not important. That's honestly another thing I would have preferred. Like, put that dude that he eradicates with the dragon. Yes, in in showing that that idiot with the katana. That idiot with the katana is not helping me identify one Yu Yu Hakusho character. The blue haired samurai dude. Okay. that really doesn't matter. <laughs> there we yeah, go. just put in just put in jobbers jobbers nobody cares about for Hiei and Karama to eviscerate. It can take like half as long as it took because we got a lot of scenes of them fighting. Bui and Karasu. Mm-hmm. And with Hiei, it was fine because it was mostly a sword fight. And then, and then Karama, it was less fine because it was all these fucking plants. Yeah, once again, I, I think the number one thing that upsets me watching this is how the power scaling is. This literally, the power scaling and stuff in this, it, it feels like every joke everyone's ever made about anime. Like about shonen <laughs> anime. It felt like seeing that filmed and then put in front of you as sincere art. Uh-huh. God. <laughs> like, Tagoro has always been kind of silly, but by the end of the Dark Tournament, you've been on this long-ass road, and you believe this is the biggest dicked motherfucker in two realms. <laughs> yes. Here yes. you're like, no one on Earth can challenge me. I'm like, you just got your ass kicked by four teenagers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he like he sells it for a bit. I think the actor for Tagoro is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But then you just do the whole fight, and then he should have rinsed... All of, like, when Yusuke impales him and then shoots him, that should have been the end of the fight, and he should have secretly survived, and they, they do another arc the next fucking season. <laughs> yeah, they even they even act like, oh, that was originally the plan, that Kudogoro was just going to pretend to lose, and then it switches over because, oh my god, we haven't even talked about the incredible stupidity of the the sec- Sekyo? Sakyo. Sakyo plan. Yeah, Sakyo is fucking ruined in this, and I hate it, and I don't I don't want to hear anyone in the comments being like, Sakyo wasn't that great. It's like, no, Sakyo's ruined. <laughs> they, they, they literally like, oh, I just need more money to make the demon portal work, and they just put money in it, and it makes it better. <laughs> Bob, if they put money in it, that would actually work at, at any level. It's like, oh, it's literally fueled by money because money's evil. I get it. Instead, people go, I will bet money on the fight, and then they go, we have enough money now. Yeah, and the scientists are like, if only we had more money, we could just make we this demon portal work. It's like, what? Oh, man, Sakyo, this thing's so close to working, but your bank account number isn't high enough. Buy this <laughs> EXP doubler today. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, incredibly stupid. Yeah, it's the most brain dead they could have done any of this. Like, it's insulting levels just saying stuff and pretending it's fine well they connected they seamlessly connected the dot of why he wants to open a hell portal to why he's having these bets Uh uh-huh they did it it because he has magic luck powers Uh uh-huh we will not explain those any further other than he has magic <laughs> luck powers. Although I have to say the the scene before the, the fight concludes when he puts the gun on the table and basically looks at Koenma and says, if Tagoro loses, I will shoot myself. <laughs> and Koenma just goes, bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like the luck stuff even kind of worked. Mm-hmm. But I'm th- there's so much of this that I'm not opposed to. Like I, for, 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 for to be clear, I don't I don't give a shit about any kind of deviation 
from the source material at all. That shit doesn't matter to me at all. As long as the end product is good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, same. Yeah. It's just they changed a bunch of shit and made it worse. Yeah, they just changed stuff. And, and then they, what they made that was new was stupid. <laughs> but nothing had any room to breathe. I kind of like the idea of there being a big fucking hellhole in the middle of Yusuke's town. Yeah. Something about that tickles the shit out of me. But they didn't do anything with it. It was just an excuse to to compound like four arcs into each other. Right, and they didn't do that well at all. It literally is, this exists in order to smash all of these together. Like, right. if he had a better motivation to get to hell, uh-huh. uh, if he had some sort of really strong reasons, motives, etc. going on, Maybe it could have worked if the machine didn't magically work when his bank account was high enough. Maybe it would have worked. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of ways that that could have worked. And it's really interesting to be like, yeah, Sakio just wants to open a portal to hell on Earth. Wonder what's up with that. And then it's like, that is up with that. There's nothing more to it than that. And it felt the same way with that weird demon they added to uh, Tagoro's backstory. It was like, oh man, how did he be turned into yokai? Well, but w- when he was younger, all his uh, friends were killed by this demon. Oh my god! And then killing that isn't that de- actually his his backstory? He he goes to the dark tournament with Ginkai to kill that demon, and then he does and decides to become a demon is his wish. But in this, they don't really explain it other than his friends were eaten and he becomes strong. Right. And then they imply that somehow because of that, he's able to become a demon. And they're just like, what? I feel like we didn't get much of about the demon even originally. I think it was just kind of like he was training and then the demon showed up and killed everyone. And then he went and got revenge. Right. And it's fine. Like, even if that is exactly the same, is this the original here it makes very little sense because they imply that that's how he became a demon and then they don't elaborate on it to any extent so it just becomes this weird loose end yeah because they literally open on explaining that backstory with i finally found out how he became a demon Mm -hmm. okay shoot his friends were eaten by a demon even weirder it's not one throwaway line they bring this back multiple times right to show the demon and show the sequence and explain the thing and say oh yusuke's just like him and all these things yeah i don't i don't know i don't know yeah it's another it's more of those things of trying to have emotional payoffs that you really didn't earn (laughs) yeah this is the show that is that yeah yeah see that's why you shouldn't have gone you didn't need to go into Taguro's back you didn't need to like i don't get why they went this hard on putting this much shit in like the first three episodes avoided that so well yeah, the pacing of the... Uh, I mean, I'm watching this, and I'm like, fuck Chainsaw Man pacing. This is Yu Yu Hakusho Netflix pacing. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean that's, that's live-action anime adaptation pacing, period, usually. It's like, here's the first story arc, but with the villains from the most, most popular one in it. But the power <laughs> scale between those two has never been large enough to make me go, what if he just pulls out the final transformation right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you watched a live action, which I want this. We're never going to get it because go, uh, Dragon Ball Z is too respected. But I want to see a Dragon Ball live action adaptation where you go Super Saiyan God against Raditz. Because this is what <laughs> it felt like. Yeah, he needs to pull out Ultra Instinct he, when he, Vegeta I mean, shows like up. That, that's sort of, that's sort, like he sort of gets a little bit of the Super Saiyan fighting King Piccolo in Dragon Ball Evolution. 
Like, there's a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. A little bit, but he, for the comparison here, Mazoku is, like, beyond Super Saiyan, in a sense, in my opinion, having watched the original Yu Yu. Then it feels to go like, oh, yeah, he had to push beyond his normal form to this extra. Okay, we're going to do that. Whereas this, he's barely fought anyone. And it's like, this is how you shoot a spirit gun. This is how you balance with your spirit energy. Anyways, here's the amazing final technique that I'm going to give you that we should have had this hell cave training thing and all this other stuff. Anyways, here, here's the nuclear bomb, Yusuke. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, Yusuke, like, Yusuke did that fucking balance on a spike shit for six hours and then she's like here's the secret to, here's the secret to uh all power here you go right <laughs> yeah, yeah all of the technique acquisition was wonky in the show like i remember the original botan's like hey stick your finger out you now know the spirit gun and this one we spend like a whole episode him not fucking getting it it's really weird yeah no it could have again if they were just able to take this slower they could have had fun and they could have had him back at school and do stuff like that to yeah, and I do think things. all of these things that are missing, um, done in a completely rushed manner here, are deterrent to broad general audiences, right? I think you lose a lot of people when our character goes from barely able to fight in a scrappy fight to here's the super energy orb you absorbed into your chest because you stood <laughs> on your hand. Right. Well, well, that didn't do anything until the last five minutes of the show, so it's just a. Chekhov's gun, which audiences are very responsive to. I mean, it didn't, like, broadly speaking, if you didn't know what that thing did, what did it do? <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. It, it Again, just... I, well, I think they showed him it flashing back to <laughs> him getting it before he did the big shot, so they know. <laughs> yeah, honestly, speaking as someone who had a whole lot of fun pointing and clapping every time a thing happened... I I can't imagine how dumb this show might be to anyone who hasn't seen Yu Yu Hakusho. Right, exactly. A lot of these things do feel like they play towards people who know the show. And and yeah, I don't feel like that's attractive to, to new audiences either. It's like halfway. Because again, like until Bui and Karasu show up, I could believe that they were doing a slower thing that is more intended to get people on board mm -hmm. and then it's like here's a bunch of really anime looking motherfuckers who are gonna have 20 minute long fights full of middling cg and then die with no characterization and i'm like that's not for normal people no yeah mm. and i feel like a lot of the development of the relationship between you know Keiko and Yusuke and other things really really suffer in a way that's going to make most people just not care about these fucking characters yeah, I feel like in episode one, we got just the, the slightest bits of stuff between them. But you you need to actually try and hit that romantic angle to pull more people in, honestly. Yeah, we needed more between Kuobara and his buds than just they hold him back from fighting people and they get hurt. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, the, you, you underdevelop the characters and their relationships with each other here and that really makes it suffer. Yeah, I think Harama surprisingly gets the most of his yeah. his character out. Absolutely. Like, which is crazy. Yeah, they, they do his whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, they got all of Karama on screen. He's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the wig. <laughs> God, that wig. Hey, hey, the, the fox wig's pretty good. They really need to get to that. <laughs> they should have just left him in it for the rest of the show. <laughs> no, this yeah, is me, it, 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 Again, it is funny when the camera pans around and it's just like him standing there and it's like your unemployed non-binary friend at 4 a.m. 
<laughs> I laughed so hard. That was the number one thing that had me going. Mazoku form. Yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I would have liked at least an episode of the ghost shit. Like, I really think the Kuabar isn't allowed to get in any fights. Mm-hmm. One. Mm-hmm. It, and, may, and maybe like one of the others and then end it with the fire. Like... Why was this five episodes? You couldn't even have six, right? In it, it's so weird with the bringing Yusuke back to life because they're like, oh, it's going to be hard. There's like a, a trial you have to do and all this, and then Kawinma just shows an energy orb at him and he comes back to life immediately. It's like <laughs> yeah. it just drags Keiko out, drops her off with his mom. I lived, bitch, and runs off. Yeah, they, they like feel the need to get to something else immediately when it's like, no, this is the emotional important part, guys. And it's like the next day at the hospital, Korobar is like, just talking to Yusuke like nothing happened. Like he didn't fucking die and come back to life. And he's like, what do you mean, yokai? And it's like, that dude was dead yesterday, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I don't know if, do they say yokai in Japanese? Like, do they actually say yokai? I wasn't mm -hmm. keeping an ear out for it. I feel like they did. Because yeah, I always sure. wonder, like, are they are, are you just scared to say demons in a thing that Americans are going to watch because we get weird about that word? No, I don't think they're afraid of that. I think they just decided to keep it yokai because it sounds it, yeah, exotic. They start saying demon right. at the end. Mm -hmm. They start saying demon world at the end. Yeah. Yeah, but the subs were a little weird. Like, it's one of those subtitle tracks where, like, oh, okay, even I can tell some of these sentences oh, yeah. are off. No, because yeah. they're, they're subtitling the localization changes for the dub. And they, oh, so they're, they're just matching, dub titles? Yes, they're, yeah, they're matching the mouth oh, flaps. Fuck. Yeah, there's that layer, and they're also not even, like, properly written sometimes. Like, they'll just have improper English. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix is bad about subs. I remember when we were, when I was watching edge runners mm, uh -huh. yeah and, and, and like those genuinely seemed like they were ai generated <laughs> yeah it uh i really like i wasn't gonna complain about it because there are a number of other things to complain about when it comes to the show and a lot of disappointment was had by me as i crammed it down my throat over four hours mm -hmm. i thought it was gonna be because like broadly speaking there are two boxes one of them is labeled live action bleach and live action full metal and you don't want me to put you in that box if you're a fucking anime adaptation. So anyways, as it, I saw it slipping into that box and I got sadder and sadder. The last thing on my mind is to bring up how much it irritates me that the subtitles are based on the spoken English dub to match mouth flaps. Mm -hmm. Because they change a number of lines in order to make it sort of work in the mouth flaps. Luckily, I have watched enough anime <laughs> to know Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I bank Yoshimas many an anime. Like <laughs> I like the original voice cast for Yu Yu a lot. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a problem for me that they weren't here. I would have loved it if they were here. Yeah, it's just one of, would have been one of those things like Netflix could have gone the extra mile, but they didn't. And to be fair, that matches the production, right? Yeah. Yeah. They spent more than I expected but not enough to give it the space to breathe enough to succeed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's like a weird, it, like you say, the, the live action Full Metal Alchemist, the live action Bleach box. It's like halfway sticking out of the box, and that's the really frustrating <laughs> part. Because again, for uh -huh. the first two episodes, I was like, this might be on the level of Netflix One Piece. It's, it's moving along, 
There's effort in the action. It doesn't seem like they're going to try and do too much in five episodes. And then I think the end of episode two is like, Toguro! <laughs> yeah, I think the mastery of craft on display is why I never, like, by the, even by the end of the first episode, I'm like, this is no One Piece Netflix. Oh, like, yeah. Like, the storytelling's they're... just patently worse. Right, and I, a lot of that comes from the tonal changes of having, like, the, he has to fight this monster that's like a generic zombie with superpowers. Like, a lot of the fun of Yu Yu Hakusho is lost by making that the first encounter. For me, I think a lot of it by the end of the first episode is when I slip into, we're rushing a lot of this and a lot of the characters and things. Like, he came back to life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, whoosh, it's so fast. Um so I never thought it was going to be on par with One Piece Netflix, but I was significantly hopeful that by the end of it, I would feel a lot more positive about it than I was the Bleach live action movie or <laughs> yeah. Full Metal. Which Full Metal movie? Hey, shut up. <laughs> we watched they're two all of the them. Same. They're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, which I think that there's a pretty good power gap between Full Metal and Bleach live action. There's definitely a sizable gap, but which way does it go? Because, and I think this is way closer to Bleach, because Bleach looks like a film that someone produced. Full Metal looks like a uh, a play. <laughs> Full Metal is really held back by so many of the sets having to be them green screening like a bad looking CG rustic like countryside town for the characters to be standing in. Like that really holds... Full Metal Alchemist back and also um, Al just being CG entirely. Yeah, it's it's rough over there. Yeah. yeah, Like the CG in this show, except for Takuro at the end, it was <laughs> consistently a cut above what I expected. Like the, yes. the, the Goki fight, it was like, wow, this doesn't look stupid. How does this not look stupid? For some reason, and this, is, this isn't to be insulting, my brain just fired these neurons. Um, the Goki fight made my brain think of that will smith cop show with the orcs or whatever whatever the fuck that thing right? was called yeah, yeah. <laughs> which just, i just feel like that's the cut above what we usually is from these shows so. yeah no you're not wrong <laughs> but yeah they choreographed him fighting against him in the like like a dilapidated the, parking lot <laughs> yeah and he's smashing him against cars and stuff the cars are getting flipped there's all sorts of thought put into it and mm -hmm. it's he shoves a stick in his mouth for no reason because we didn't establish the stone skin yep. thing. It was just him not knowing how to use the spirit gun yep. for some reason. Yeah. Well, it was for, first of all, it was a wrench. Mm. It was a wrench that was on the ground. Two, I guess, because he had all the times of hitting him. It's like, this isn't fucking doing anything. Yeah, but he didn't even use the spirit gun once. Because the idea is like you would believe, like in the like in the anime, that Yusuke would be like, "Well, I'll use the spirit gun because that is my cool spirit move, and it will kill everyone." <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't get that moment where the skin reflects it or deflects it, and so he just said, "Hey, what if I made your mouth stay open for no real reason?" He he was gonna eat the the soul, so he had to keep his mouth open to keep him from eating the soul, and then he was just like, "Well, I'll just shoot my gun in your mouth." I wonder what that'll do to the soul. <laughs> it wasn't in the mouth. It's still in his hand because he was so stunned from Yusuke shoving the fucking stick in his mouth. <laughs> you know, I saw some clips of uh, Miss Marvel. Looks about the same as this show. <laughs> VFX is a rough time for everyone at the moment, seemingly. Mm -hmm. The funny thing is the number one thing you can do to make sure your VFX go better is give them more time. Mm-hmm. 
And for some reason, all of these studios are like, oh, we can't do that. It's impossible. Will line go down? Will we all have to kill ourselves? Well, yeah, it's like spending hundreds of millions. That's okay. D extending our roadmap for production on any one of these movies or things for half a year so the visual effects don't look like fucking shit. Impossible. <laughs> yeah, the only other thing I was going to say is that the soundtrack in this is rather lacking. Like, I think it could have a much stronger soundtrack. Mm -hmm. And I just say that in general. Like, I'm not sitting here like, oh, the anime songs are so good. Right. I, I they are. Even, yeah, they, they, they're good. It, it, I feel like this is what always happens. Do you get the live action version will not try and even do the uh, soundtrack for the show. I, I keep seeing how Kenshin just like the anime has one of my favorite anime soundtracks ever. And then the movies are just generic orchestra stuff. And at least this tried to do something with some of the more um, like club sounding songs, but it felt like they weren't there much. The, this did have like a couple things that used a lot, which what like the, the thing they used for so many fights, I feel like I've heard before and I don't know where I don't like it. I, it could be something from the anime that I'm just not remembering. Mm. Think they're going to get a season two. No, no, no. It's reviewing surprisingly well. And a lot of people are watching it. It's doing better than Zack Snyder's Netflix thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, guys, we're getting to season two, but you know, slow it down this time. Really, really give those three chuckle fucks from the beginning of chapter black room, room to grow organically. We're going to be in that room that you can't say certain letters in for like two episodes. They killed Genkai. How are we going to do this? Yeah, I thought I thought they were going to bring her back at some it's in some way, but I guess they fucking didn't. Uh, it's this show. They'll bring her back and it won't mean anything. Yeah. They'll just be like, oh, yeah, Koenma brought her back to life. Yeah, he could just do that. I mean, there weren't any stipulations with you, Yusuke, so why would they be with her? Oh, yeah, I remember. Isn't the that what happens at the beginning of that arc? I want to. OK, maybe, probably, but. Real quick, I know that's a topic change, but I need to get this out because it really does. It's important to me. The fact they needed to explain a car hitting a child with a demon bug possessing the driver so he drives all crazy completely changes the tone of Yu Yu Hakusho's world because I think it's much more grim to be like, yeah, accidents happen. He, th that truck driver was going to hit that kid. Mm -hmm. Also, th th this is naked class warfare because instead of some douchebag in a Lamborghini going <laughs> and not looking who is it it's a working class man getting possessed by a demon uh-huh yep you're absolutely right I go they needed to have him get ground under the tires that was the yeah point. I was like holy shit after that truck hit I'm surprised like his ghost is still here and not in the middle of getting isekai somewhere else <laughs> yeah it was weird that they went with the isekai death instead of what they were in the show <laughs> yeah does repossessing his body make it not all mutilated? By I, the... I assume Koenma's energy ball did that. So I didn't get a good look. Is, is Keiko just dragging a mutilated dead body? <laughs> <laughs> no, it already started healing. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that's the magic of oh, look, I mean, look, look, I mean, it, it must have happened in the original too. Like his ribs <laughs> obviously caved into his heart when he right. got hit by that car. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, obviously, in, in the real world, you prepare a body before you put it on display for the funeral. <laughs> you prepare a body, you just hear a bike tire pump. 
trying to inflate him back to a normal Jesus. shape. <laughs> uh, and for anyone who's listening to this who doesn't understand how this goes, no, I'm not watching the fucking you, you live action Netflix show and be like, his body would be mutilated. He was hit by a truck. I'm a very smart person with very smart opinions. <laughs> No, instead I'm watching it, I'm just like, there is like nothing clicking between like Keiko and fucking Yusuke at all. <laughs> There's just so many rushed elements. And then the power jump shit starts happening. And I'm like, sweet God. <laughs> it feels like, okay, you defeated the coughing baby. Now defeat the nuclear bomb. <laughs> right? <laughs> <sighs> Did anyone have any other anecdotes, uh, things to bring up? criticisms praises i gotta guys is it that hard to have botan ride in war just once you just need to do it once and you couldn't do that right. like it's not with everything else you did how could you not do that even once <laughs> yeah that's weird that they don't have her do it at all like just in the background like just have her do it in the cgi command center mm -hmm. like it already looks bad nobody will care i'm a i'm, I'm a little mad that fucking buoy got into this series and Kuwabara's sister didn't. Oh, yeah. yeah. What is wrong with them? Disgusting. How could they do this to us? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how much better that betting slash control room scene would have been if, like, you know, Sakio puts the gun on the table and there's Koenma on one side and Kuwabara's sister <laughs> on the other? <laughs> Sexual tension just crackling in the air. <laughs> I was surprised they were willing to show uh, the teens smoking in this. In my brain, I was like, it's so sanitized. Mm -hmm. Well, it's cool. He's 17 now instead of 14. <laughs> or 12. <laughs> Whatever the fuck you skate originally was. He's baby. It, it's 14. It's 14. That they have to they have to harbor under the delusion that a 14 can be an intimidating thug. <laughs> like at the beginning of the series, like that kid's 14. Okay. <laughs> like you get up into like chapter black and then like the fucking three kings arc like he's he's 15 go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> yeah they never even attempted to draw him is a 14 or 15 year old no. <laughs> which i think is funny when you go to hunter hunter it was like no they actually draw gone like he is a child <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> well i think we need to start wrapping things up as I said before, this is the final part of the review where we each give our summary reviews followed by a score 1 to 10 of how we felt about Yu Yu Hakusho Netflix. We're going to go ahead and start with Bob. Yeah, I was really disappointed overall as we talk about the first few episodes that actually were encouraging and made me feel like this might be all right. It could be a kind of fun little romp and just to see a live action version of these things I like. And then it morphed into just incredibly cynical, annoying show. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give it a five. Because I can't recommend you watch it at all. Dr. Agro. I was conflicted in having to score this one because it's, I think it really depends on how you view its purpose as a piece of media. If you're just looking at this as a TV show, I'm, I was I was ready to come in here and hand out a three, but as as a purpose-built thing for me to point at and clap because I've seen you, you hacker show, and that's <laughs> the same thing that I like, it's a strong six. <laughs> Chris Wolfhard. Yeah, I'm coming in at a similar place to aggro. I feel like 
adaptations of things get to be judged differently, and that's just the world we live in. I'm sorry, the bar's too low for you to be allowed into the to the real judgment class. You come to school later in the day and leave sooner. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to give this a six. If you know what Yu Yu Hakusho is, I don't know. There's some cool stuff. I really do think the act, uh, Yusuke and Kuwabara's actors are great and bring their own energy to these roles. The Taguro fight at the end's pretty cool until he turns into a Resident Evil monster and then it's pretty lame. But the, the parts where he's just buff are cool. So six. Uh, this almost cut out everything I enjoyed. <laughs> uh, it underdeveloped everything I thought was really cool. The Jagani and the reason for it and the installation of it is such a cool procedure and concept. All these things that were supposed to be there that are really neat that they could have done easily. Uh -huh. You really could see them doing almost everything I felt this was lacking as late as episode three. Like mm -hmm. you, by the end of episode three, I think maybe that's when you start to go, yeah, no, they're not <laughs> doing any of that shit they should be doing. <laughs> they're doing a bunch of things shoved together that they probably shouldn't be doing. It was a rough watch. It was full of disappointment, but it doesn't look absolutely hideous. And of course, it is better than Full Alchemist. <laughs> the movie, but not resoundingly, it is much closer to that in the power scale than One Piece Netflix, of course. Right. I'm going to give this a 4 out of 10, which it barely ekes out, I would like to note. I don't want to see a second season of this. <laughs> if they announce that I will watch it though, because I mm -hmm. need I need to know what the fuck they could do now that they've shoved every idea into these horrible circle I, holes. I still want them to just be like, nah, now. Now you guys are ready for the Saint Beasts. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm hoping, right? If they do anything from uh -huh. here, fuck it, roll it back, do the Saint Beasts. The Saint Beasts are cool. Maze Castle's cool. We can have the bonding exercise. Yeah, we could actually have these characters learn to know each other at all. <laughs> No, it's a shot-for-shot shot remake of Poltergeist Report. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that gives a grand total of 21 points for Mitsu style. Uh, that averages out to five and a quarter out of ten. I want to thank everyone who listened to this. Beat the median, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Investors sated. Feel free to go listen to our Full Metal Alchemist movie spoiler cast or perhaps the One Piece Netflix spoiler cast. If you're feeling like, oh, these guys hated this, might I suggest you listen to the Cowboy Bebop Netflix spoiler <laughs> cast. Yes, this this was a smooth ride that got annoying at the end. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, we also reviewed the Bleach live action film for Chugging Bleach. <laughs> That's true. Go listen to our Bleach review podcast, Chugging Bleach, where we interview every Bleach related thing, you know, that you watch. Five episodes or one movie at a time. We're currently in the middle of, of the uh, Lost Noches arc. If only they adapted Bleach like they adapted this, I would have had shit spoiled so far in advance. Yeah, they, they do a lot in that Bleach movie they shouldn't have, but they didn't go this crazy. They didn't go this crazy. <laughs> Sakio turns to the dark corner of his office and Centaur Nell walks out. <laughs> yeah, it, it really it really would have been like, you didn't have to come to deal with this substitute Soul Reaper yourself, Captain Aizen. <laughs> 